big recruiting weekend in uh, around UGA country this past weekend. I'm not sure if you've heard this, Clint, okay. but the number one player in all of high school is already committed to the dogs. And oh, he do people like playing with other players who are good? Is that I, something they enjoy? If it's a team mentality, I want uh, more players on my team that can get me that, to win the thing, which is the championship. Yes, yeah, that's man. right. So what if we were to say that okay. Dylan Riola, Riola is going to have a bigger impact, potentially even he's going to win more games in his recruiting ability, oh, even no. maybe more so than he has the capability of winning with his arm. That's what we're talking about today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your team. Just, just realize, he's Daniel, I'm Clint. That's we, who we are. We kind of have a vibe going, he's, We do. It's a dress code. It's, it's a real a, dress code thing tonight. We just instant. We didn't know. We didn't plan. When we no. say we're depraved individuals who have found no one else that thinks like us, this is the sort of stuff we mean. This is, this is the kind of thing that happens. Um, um, it also... It also, just if you're following along, listening on audio, yes. you can't see us right now. Uh, we're on the same shirt. Uh, thanks for subscribing on the audio side. If you're watching on YouTube, get over to the audio side and subscribe. Just and subscribe there. here on YouTube. It's all good. Subscribe everywhere. It's all fantastic. All it's going to necessitate is you hearing about delicious Built Bars and Bird Dogs. That's all it's going to necessitate. And it's fantastic because yeah. we're helping you out. Um, today's episode. Also, uh, you said, I just realized. And then Daniel. as like a caveat... <laughs> sidetrack you said he's daniel i'm clint as if you had just realized that fact which i think caught me off guard it did catch you off guard it did no but uh i just realized we're wearing the same shirt he is daniel i am clint this is like on bulldogs people People love love this banter banter. (laughs) we're glad you're here uh daniel and i are talking riola and him being in the vicinity just riola is it just riola these days we're gonna talk about about riola and what we said last week how this Mm -hmm. is pushing us over the hump and Kirby over this mythical, he can't get the five-star quarterback. He can't get the wide receivers and how lame and ridiculous and lazy that is. Oh, wait, we got half of that and more is coming. We're going to talk about Riola, uh, what he was doing this weekend, what it means for Georgia going forward, who was involved in all those five stars working together. And then the 199, the third loyal third segment listeners, which by the way, Weldon Brothers, where are you at? Give us like a well check. We haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, Let this is a real girth well check. We need to be looking in the gutters. We, we need do. to be searching the gutters. I'm not. Look, Pennywise is down there. There's a <laughs> there's a balloon and a clown. I ain't playing that game. Um, so let's start with just what happened this last weekend. Dylan Riola is down in Jefferson High School and and Jefferson County, and he um he just says, "Hey, I want to I want to pitch the ball around the yard." Okay, I'm just gonna throw it around the yard a because. Little bit. Because I like to do that thing. I'm just really dudes good being at it. bros, just, you know. Let's go, bro out. Um, not in the bad term either. This is in a good term. And then he said, "I don't know, but like maybe if I can get some people with me, if I can get some friends, and if these friends were uber talented, mm-hmm. we just go out there and pitch it around the yard and hang out and play a little game and, and get a little competition, get a little sweat going." And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Jeremiah Smith, the 
if you don't like Dylan Raiola for the number one spot overall prospect, then you probably have Jeremiah Smith as the number one overall prospect mm. in the cycle. They were on the field at the same time. Another top 10 five-star Sammy Brown linebacker was there, but not only him, KJ Bolton, another safety five-star was there. And just all these cats talking, mm. all these players getting involved. Another, another five-star wide receiver in the next cycle was there. Daniel, they're talking about it. If they weren't there, they're talking about it. And if they aren't just talking about it, they're there in person. And if they aren't there or talking about it, they weren't invited. That's the thing. They, they're they so, probably a Florida recruit. Well, so. this just in, by the way, we're getting an official visit from their uh, four-star running back who's committed to them, giving an official to old UGA. Is that like how we took the best player left on the Tennessee roster and just said, we, we'll take no, you we, over here? We haven't even talked about that. We haven't talked about that. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that maybe tomorrow. But Dylan Raiola, he says, um, oh, th- this just in, like you said, Daniel, you set it up perfectly at the intro. He is not only going to win games on the field, but he's already winning games off the field and maybe more importantly, getting guys who are probably going to play before him, wide receiver, mm-hmm. linebacker, on this team to help him out. What does this mean for Georgia? How important is this? Well, recruiting is an avalanche if you're not if you're not familiar with the college football recruiting landscape this is not a democracy this is not a some sort of a socialist communist system where we just pass things out to people anticipate socio-economical political yeah well no it's fine This is not like an even distribution of wealth type of a situation this is where um, your program either gets dudes okay. or your program doesn't get dudes. And the more thing. dudes you get, the more likely you are to get even more dudes. It is yeah. literally like the economy. Uh, the more money you have, the easier it is to make money. Not sure if you are familiar with that concept or not. I but am. I have played the game of Monopoly. It's, the, it's, it's hard to be at the bottom and eke your way up little by little. Um, but when you have it all, mm-hmm. then y- y- opportunities to get more just throw themselves into your lap. That's what Kirby Smart is doing here at the University of Georgia. So getting a guy like Riola is is huge because it's a five-star quarterback. It's a position that we yep. that we get excited about. It's a guy that is uber talented and is, you know, potential first-round draft pick type of material. People are already speculating and mocking him in that that direction. But it's it's almost even bigger in the sense that People just want to play with a guy like this. Now, all Stetson Bennett does is go out and win national championship on top of national championship. All he does is is things that literally no one else has ever been able to do. But yet still, there's a perception that among these kids that you get a guy like Riola, now the program has changed. Now all of a sudden there's something a little bit more interesting going on in Athens. Now whether or not the program's actually changed, that almost doesn't matter at this point because, as I said, recruiting is an avalanche, and there's enough snow at the top of that mountain right now that it's getting real heavy, and it's starting to come careening down the side of the— and at this point— 
there's nothing you can do to stop Kirby Smart and company. They are rolling through these recruiting cycles yes. with a, with reckless abandon. Ooh, ooh. We're going to get back to some of this. I'm going to liken it to another institution that, or instance in the institution of Georgia that you all very much appreciated. I'm going to liken that right after this. But first, Bilt Bar. Oh, Bilt Bar. Let's Bilt Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Is it, though? It is really it? Is. No. Like, is it? Let me tell you. Is it? Yes. Because is. because we've been on road trips together. We've we've stayed in some seedy places, and we did not want to eat or go out. And so we just said, let's grab a protein bar in let's the gas station. lock every lock on the door. <laughs> Uh, we gotta just eat a protein, just protein bar (laughs) it up. And we've tried them. They have been some like oats in them. They've been some just nasty, dense space formula. NASA giving it to their like K. There's a lot of bad protein bars out there. Y'all built bars. Save yourself the time. We have already tried it. We've tried all them different flavors. They're delicious. They're fantastic. Built.com right now, 15% off your entire order. Promo code locked on Tasty's protein bar, high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar. Dietary approved, whatever you're on, meal replacement, on the go, pre-workout, post-workout. It's exactly what you want. Built Bar, the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Clint, talking about Dylan Riola and the recruiting impact that he has, um, uh, you you said reminds you of something else that you've seen over in Athens town. It has. Now, some of us aren't going to like this because... Oh, okay, great. Well, they're going to... They're gonna the, the listeners... What will they say? Are already going to say. Say what they'll say. Um, the players aren't anything like these players. Okay. Right? And they're going to comment, and, and rival fan bases. Oh, here we will, go. Will chime in. Cause let's say you haven't done the research. Haven't done the research. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> somebody somebody needs, it's your job, Twitter people, to go check on Marler when Georgia is beating Alabama neck to neck every single year from here on out. We just need to make sure he's okay. So well, just check on your check on your boy. See something, boy. say something, and yeah. um, to beat a team, though, you have to play them, and to play them as it stands right now, they have to win enough games oh, to play you. Yeah, so that's going to be a tough. East. That's going to be tough. Um, they're going to say yes, Clint. This analogy falls because the people you're talking about didn't win the big one. Is what they're going to say. Okay, here we go. But I remember a number of years ago, there was a Christmas video and a whole recruiting sent out. Mm. Richard LeCount. Nate mm-hmm. McBride, Jake Fromm, and a whole mm-hmm. host of dogs were all recruited together. They all, all came dogs. in, mm-hmm. and they they made they made videos of Santa Claus and and who, what more on the wish list you want and who do you want to have. And Richard LeCount, being a main impetus for that recruiting cycle, mm-hmm. helped Georgia a great deal solidify themselves from B plus territory to admittedly A A minus territory. Okay. We again, the, the we couple plays away from the big one, but we went from B plus B B plus to A minus A, depending on the year in the game, based upon a whole group of people coming together and changing that avalanche, that snowfall of recruiting as mm. well as on field performance. Now that same bump is happening again with a different crop, and this crop is not anything. Like that crop. Richard LeCount, Jake Fromm, glad to have you here. Nate, Nate McBride, we were thrilled when you got on the field uh, uh, late in the fourth quarter, a couple games. That time? Like that, yeah. The, the time, not S, time. Happy for it. They had skill. They were high, high recruits, and Georgia won a number of battles. Ben Cleveland involved in that as well, and we all know what he did for the offensive line. And now that's the floor for Georgia. 
Now the ceiling. Yeah, that's right. Is Jeremiah Smith, KJ Bolden, Dylan Riola, and another number one wide receiver mm. in the following cycle? Yeah, that's see, what this is like, and what it that crop did for UGA before. Mm-hmm. This has the potential to do for us now, where we go from A minus A to A plus and staying there. Yeah, and the don't discount Georgia fans what that group was able to do. They they helped establish the culture that is now Georgia football. There is there there is no house without the foundation and um and that group went a long way in towards establishing that and creating the absolute monster juggernaut that exists right now uh for Kirby Smart. Now, listen, there's a lot of very talented players and we are not recruiting gurus or insiders or what no one is. No one is it seems more relevant now to say that than it ever has before (laughs) no one is but here's here's the hard here's the hard and real facts okay we got some truth georgia probably isn't going to get jeremiah smith so okay jeremiah smith the number one wide receiver in this class um you know some some have him up there as you said you know, one of the best, very best players in this class, Ohio State commit. He probably ends up at Ohio State, if I'm if I'm honest, if we're being real. Georgia probably isn't going to get him. Sure. They might. And the only reason they might is because Dylan Raiola is, is in the fold. So that yeah. right there is everything that you really need to know and understand. But... When we come back for the 199 in the third segment, I'm going to I'm going to lay out in no uncertain terms why it doesn't matter if Ooh, if Georgia doesn't is, land. You're going to want to come back for Jeremiah this. Smith. It just simply doesn't matter, and I'm going to tell you why right after Clint tells you about this. Well, he has I just nothing told him. to tell you about. No, you I just told him. him. I you just told him. him. You changed your voice. It sounded interesting. It. Um, I count a niner in there. I don't know. You were calling from a walkie-talkie. <laughs> Not so much here. <laughs> here. Right here. No, ship shape. Jeremiah Smith, Clint. Yes, sir. Probably not going to come to Georgia. Maybe he will, sure. though, Ohio okay. State fan. Maybe he will. Even if he doesn't, your coach is still Ryan Day, who can't win the big one. And by the big one, I mean the game against Michigan – to yep. win your division. No, no. No. Terrible. Terrible news. Oh, we took you we took you to a last minute field goal. Yes. Okay. You did. You did. To be honest, I thought you were going to beat us the entire game. Uh because you should have beaten us the entire but, game. But you didn't. But you didn't. You defecated that's, right in your pants. And the thing. um by the we, way, 199. 199. Glad you're here. Loyal Glad third segment listeners. Here. Weldon, brother, reach out to us. Uh, you said it doesn't matter. He might come here. He might not. He probably stays at Ohio State. But why doesn't it matter, Daniel? Because that sounds harsh for a five-star recruit. You want more five stars. You want them. And five-star wide receivers. Let me just let me just say, can we not learn from our past mistakes? Please. This tell, is gosh, what, tell the people. Can we not for one time just take it in and learn from our previous mistakes? We said that Georgia couldn't win with 
the quarterbacks that they had on the roster with a walk-on mm. quarterback. We said that yep. Georgia has that Kirby Smart butchers the quarterback decision making. He doesn't know how to make yeah. decisions no. about who should be the quarterback and who doesn't. Who he he's incompetent. He is in these areas. Nope. Great defensive coach. And then because of all that, because we were so wrong about that, but refused to learn anything from it, we then said, yeah. what quarterback would ever want to come to Georgia? Just look mm. at what happened to Justin Fields. Just look at what happened to JT Daniels, former five-star quarterbacks coming, and now they're getting benched for scrubs, for guys who have no business being on the field playing. How would a, Why would a five-star quarterback ever want to come to the University of Georgia. I mean, just look at Arch Manning. Hello. Clint. Arch Manning decided not to come to Georgia. He's going to Texas to ride the pine behind Quinn Ewers. And rightfully so, because why would he ever come to Georgia? Kirby Smart doesn't know what to do Has no clue. with a five-star quarterback. And now here we are with Dylan Raiola and the number one overall prospect. In it. Let me just, if I may connect two things together that are very much connected there are still a large segment of both rival fans okay and georgia fans who fundamentally believe for whatever reason georgia just doesn't recruit big time five star wide receivers we uh -huh. just can't do it we just they don't want to come here. They just won't look at Georgia hasn't had George Pickens is the only wide receiver we've had drafted in the first round since AJ Green. Georgia just doesn't put wide receivers into the league. Look at the history. It's just a blanket statement, general truth. Georgia can't yep. recruit five star wide receivers. Guys, how many times do we have to do this? <laughs> before you realize that Kirby doesn't care about your history lesson. Kirby's not interested yep. in what used to happen. Even well, what understand. used to happen under his regime a few yeah. years ago. You have to understand, we're a run-first offense, Daniel. Surely somebody wouldn't have actually said that, yeah, but I digress. <laughs> um, Kirby doesn't care. No. Kirby's going to recruit the best players, and Kirby is going to get the best players. Now, again, That's maybe it. we get Jeremiah Smith, maybe we don't. But Georgia's going to get the five-star wide receivers that they want in the very near future. You, Do again, you know you, why? Uh -huh, say because more. Kirby's an elite recruiter. Georgia's then, an elite program. Yeah, keep going. Mike Bobo's an elite recruiter. There he is. Mike Bobo's an elite play caller. And Fran Brown is elite recruiter coming Georgia in. Georgia has a system that is going to that can and will put any person at any position into the NFL. Literally. I give you Stetson Fleming Bennett the fourth, who was drafted in the fourth round of the NFL draft. Hold on, Daniel. Uh, the, the, the pitter patter of what are feet. the commenters saying the, the pitter patter of the feet are leaving the room right oh they're now. they've exited the chat yeah they have well that's nice um look y'all it we're gonna get players look at who we have lad mcconkey brock bowers oscar delp george pickens these are elite 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 
guys catching the rock. And even if you want to tell us we can't recruit the best players, we still put up one of the most prolific offenses within less than talented With what people. you describe as scrubs. So you pick a lane. Um, I happen to pick the lane that says we're going to get the players. Kirby is just fine. The Jeremiah Smiths of the world are coming in. They're they're here, and they will continue. This has been Locked On Bulldog, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see you all next time. See ya.